Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. Should our vision be ambitious or realistic? So if we think of it as a spectrum from realistic on one side to ambitious on the other, you want your vision to be more ambitious than it is realistic because that's what a vision should be. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliet Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this first episode in a series of the solo episodes that I record where I'm focusing on frequently asked questions that come across my desk, my email box, my workshops. People are asking these questions to me all the time and I'm going to be focusing each time on a different question that I get asked really frequently and this week we're thinking about Should our vision be ambitious or realistic? Should we be reaching for the stars and really trying to be kind of super motivational and ambitious and inspirational by saying something really ambitious in our vision? Or should we be setting ourselves a realistic goal that we can confidently say that we are going to be able to achieve in the five year um, time span, for example, of the strategic plan that you might be working on the vision for? Before we dive into the detail, I wanted to let you know about a free resource I've created to help you prepare your school for the coming economic impact of the invasion of Ukraine. It's a checklist of things you need to think about and take action on now, and it's designed to prompt strategic conversations around the issues that actually matter. You can download your free copy at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash checklist. Okay, now let's continue with this week's episode. Okay, so first of all, let's just quickly define what we mean by vision. I know that a lot of people will be thinking immediately about a vision statement, and that is absolutely one element of your vision that you're creating for your school. 
But when I talk about vision more generally, it's more than just a vision statement. It could also be a mission statement, your purpose. Basically, it's any way that you are communicating the change that you seek to make in the world, the the difference that you make because your school exists. And I kind of encapsulate all of that into the word vision. So here's the question I get asked all the time. In fact, I was running a workshop just last week and it was a strategy workshop for the staff of a school. We'd done some work together um, with the school's senior leadership team and governors and we had created what we thought was a template, kind of first draft, if you like, of that vision, of what the school was all about. And we wanted to give it to staff. We wanted to collect their feedback, get their thoughts, get their ideas on whether we were missing anything where we thought they thought we were on the right track and how they might start to implement that vision within their work. And as I was going around the table, so we were working in breakout groups, there was one question that came up quite a few times and multiple tables and they asked in slightly different phraseology. But what it all came down to was they were questioning to what extent the school should have a vision which was super ambitious and really reaching for the stars and being super visionary, or whether or not they should be having a vision which is really realistic, which they can say after the five-year strategic plan has been completed, tick, we've done that, we achieved it, our vision was set, our vision was achieved. And I discovered, and I've discovered this throughout my work, but particularly in that workshop, it became very apparent to me as I was not just answering the question, as I will be for you in a few moments, but also talking to them about the root of their question and why that question had arisen within their discussion. And what I've discovered is that there are different people are drawn to different things. There are some people who are inspired by a big, ambitious vision, and they feel that that is inspirational to them and they feel that it will also be inspirational to other members of staff as well as to potential families who might want to join the school for example or new members of staff who are joining so they want to see something really pushing the school ahead and being super ambitious others around the table were feeling that that actually might be presenting the world with a goal that actually could potentially never be achieved. It's so audacious that you could never actually get there. And they were worried that by presenting the vision in that way, it would undermine the authority, if you like, that the school would have about the fact that it is rooted in reality, that it understands the reality it's working in. And as a result, those people were being a little bit sceptical about the idea of having a big, ambitious vision. And although no one admitted this, I've also seen in other conversations, some people can feel overwhelmed by a big, ambitious goal. When a vision is set and it's so big that actually day to day, you have no real sense of how your work is contributing towards getting to that vision because it's so big, that can actually feel a little bit overwhelming. So, I'm going to give you two ways of thinking about this. So have a listen. You probably don't want to do both of them because they sort of take you on a slightly different track. But have a feel about which one feels right for you and your school. And there is no right and wrong answer to this. So the first way to think about this is I want you to visualise your school on a fantastically great day. I want you to imagine that you're commuting home, so you're walking or driving home from your school 
you've been in the school, you've seen the most amazing demonstration of of the values that your school embodies, the ethos, the work ethic, the sense of excitement that the young people bring to the work that they're doing in their classrooms and, and beyond, the way that your school leaders are really stepping up and you're driving home and you're thinking, wow, I work at an amazing place. I am so happy to be here. Multiply that great day by five years. <laughs> if your school was on top form every day for five years, what might be possible? That's the kind of level you're aiming at here. So you want to be more ambitious than realistic. You're being kind of setting yourselves a really nice, big, ambitious vision. But you also want to root it in in some reality. So the way you're thinking about it for this perspective, this first way of thinking about it is if you were setting your vision, it would be probably slightly beyond where you think you'd actually get in five years. Because let's be honest, your school is not going to be on top form every day for five years because that just doesn't happen. But set your goal at that kind of level of if it was going to be five years of absolutely momentous performance by every individual in your school, what could be achieved and set your your sight, your goal at that level of ambition. Now, under that way of thinking about it, you're still very much being rooted in reality. You're thinking about where you are today and how much you can move in the right direction over a five year period. So in this way of thinking about it, you're kind of plotting a course which is mostly towards ambitious, but still you've got your roots in reality. So you're kind of two thirds along that spectrum towards the ambitious end, but you've still got an element of reality built into your vision. That's one way of thinking about it. If you're thinking, okay, that's good, but actually I want to go further. Have a think about this second way of thinking about it. I was running a strategy away day uh, about a month or two ago for a senior leadership team and they are running a group of schools. So they're pretty large scale compared to some of my other clients. And they had already identified before our work together, they wanted social justice to be one of their key strategic goals that they're working on. And in the away day in which we were spending the time together, we were talking a little bit about how we were going to bring their school community, which has a lot of staff, it's a big school group, school community on that journey with them to identify, okay, so we've got the headline, we know social justice is one of our goals, but how do we flesh out the detail below that a little bit more? How do we involve our staff in that process? And as we were talking around the room with the senior leadership team, what we realised quite quickly was that there were some people who were feeling a bit uncomfortable about the ideas that were being discussed because social justice is one of those goals that actually probably we are not going to achieve it in our lifetime. That doesn't mean we shouldn't be trying. We should absolutely be putting our efforts in this direction. But the way that they were framing it in the way that every single pupil has equality in the way that they access the opportunities and that would mean giving some pupils from disadvantaged backgrounds some extra time, some extra coaching, some extra assistance to help them to overcome some of the additional barriers that they face in their education. The thought that we would solve this problem, that we as a generation, let alone just as as one group of schools can solve social justice, was just starting to make people feel a little bit uncomfortable. Like, we can't do that. We're saying things that we cannot deliver. 
And at that moment, as we realised that in our conversation, there was this stumbling block, that some of us had understood the idea of a vision, a strategy, a strategic goal in a different way. The CEO mentioned a book that she had been reading. and This book kind of changed the perspective of the rest of the conversation that we have. And it's a book called The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. I'll, I'll link to it in the episode notes. It's a really good book. And in his book, Simon Sinek talks about how traditionally we've thought about leadership and in this context, strategy as a finite game, a finite game that we aim to win. And in his book, his argument is that actual, in actual fact, for the vast majority of the time, it is much more beneficial if we consider ourselves to be in an infinite game. There is no winning of this game. It is a continual striving towards the improvement of society, the improvement of education in the context of this particular school group. And in his book, Simon Sinek talks about having a just cause. And that just cause would take more than our lifetime to achieve. But it's a just cause which is worthy enough of our best possible efforts to take ourselves as far as possible in the direction of that goal and then be ready to pass the baton on to the next generation of leaders. So once the CEO put that view in the room and talked about this book briefly and what she felt was was relevant to the conversation that we were having, completely shifted that conversation because all of a sudden a school group having a strategic goal of social justice became really important and not overly ambitious at all. The idea being that we would set this up as being, we will take our schools as far as we possibly can in this direction by engaging the whole school community in various different projects that they were thinking about in different ways that they wanted to research and look at the data and so on. That we're going to be doing this work within the area of social justice We will take this as far as we possibly can, but we will acknowledge that this is an infinite game. We are not going to solve this at the end of this five-year plan, let alone at the end of our careers. But at the same time, this is morally a just cause. This is where we know we want to be placing our efforts. And similarly, they were talking about um, environmental sustainability. Again, another example of an infinite game, which often comes up in conversations around strategic visions. So that's the second way you can think about it. If you want to, and if you feel confident that you can set the, the communications up in this way, there is no reason to be afraid of setting up a super ambitious vision one in which you can position it as an infinite game. So there is an acknowledgement that you as a leader will not achieve this vision within your five-year strategic plan, but it is valid to have that vision as ambitious as it is because we are working within an infinite game as a society moving the dial forwards. So in conclusion, Should our vision be ambitious or realistic? So if we think of it as a spectrum from realistic on one side to ambitious on the other, you want your vision to be more ambitious than it is realistic because that's what a vision should be. And don't be afraid if you want to take yourself right to one end of that spectrum and be super ambitious, so long as you're setting it in your communications as part of an infinite game, that can be very inspirational for people. 
Now, at the beginning of this episode, I also mentioned that some people feel a bit sceptical about this. If you set a vision which is so ambitious you can't achieve it, what does that say about your organisation's grasp on reality? Or they feel overwhelmed by it. The way to overcome that is to firstly make sure that people understand that your vision is ambitious. It's part of an infinite game. You may want to use that phrase or not, that's fine. But you set it up as a generational vision. And then the way that you can help people to not feel overwhelmed by it is by thinking about in your strategic plan, you will have specific projects, specific workflows, specific things you're working on that are going to take you to that ambitious vision. Those should have KPI or key performance indicators attached to them that are definitely realistic. Your KPI should always be realistic. You can be ambitious, but they have to be absolutely rooted in reality and what's possible over the time scale that you're setting for that KPI. So I think balancing a super ambitious vision with really realistic KPIs is probably the way to go to help those people who feel a bit overwhelmed by ambitious visions to know what it is that they can be working on over the coming days, weeks and months. And thinking about KPIs, I did an episode um, a couple of months ago on mastering KPIs. It was actually a really popular episode. Obviously, people are really yearning for that information. I will put a link to that episode in the notes as well. So if you want to dive into that part of the, the equation, as it were, then you can see that there. So hopefully this is a useful answer to your question of should our vision be ambitious or realistic? It helps you to pitch where you want it to be for your school on that spectrum between ambitious and realistic. That's it from me for this week. I'm going to be answering your questions and your FAQs, as it were, over the coming weeks and months. If you have a question that's been buzzing around your head for some time, drop me a quick email. Find my my details are on the episode notes and I'll be incorporating that into my future podcast episodes. Great. Good to talk to you this week and speak to you again next time. Bye bye then. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.com co.uk slash podcast.